The Grace Chaser Podcast is a weekly show designed to uplift and inspire. You'll slow down, tune in, and nourish your mind, body, and soul. If you want to break cycles, change the rules, and heal the past, this is the show for you. Are you overwhelmed? Exhausted? Do you feel like you've lost your light? Or maybe you're just too busy taking care of everyone else that you don't even know how you feel or what you need. Through self-love, spirituality, sisterhood, and moon magic, you'll emerge from exhausted to empowered. Tune in each week as the Grace Chaser podcast reflects on navigating the journey of the day-in, day-out practice of staying in the light. Let's create the space for transformation and healing with a little magic sprinkled along the way. Hey, Grace Chasers, your host, Casey Marandino, here today. I have some exci- something new and exciting to share with you. We're going to start the Grace Chaser Sister Spotlight this week. This will be a new segment of the podcast where I will be interviewing fellow Grace Chaser sisters and we'll be learning all about them and their magic. One of the pillars of grace in our community is sisterhood. Sisterhood is something I believe in strongly. And if you have been to any of my classes or events, you have witnessed this firsthand. I believe in community over competition. I believe in supporting your sisters, in cheering them on, in collaborating, and walking this empowered path together. I am so excited to have a Grace Chaser sister and a dear friend of mine, Bianca Starr, psychic medium, who will be sharing her light with us. Bianca and I met a few years ago. Her sister was actually one of my mom's nurses. And I remember my mom coming home from the doctor one day and she told me all about Bianca. So I reached out to her on Facebook right away to set up a reading. When I had my first reading with her, I felt instantly connected. And she has taught me so much, given me a chance to speak to my loved ones and helped me see things that maybe I couldn't always see. I'm so excited to share her with you guys today. Welcome, Bianca. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Thank you for joining and for being the first guest on the podcast. I'm very excited and honored. Yes. So I want to start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself, personal, like okay. personally. Okay. So, um, I'm basically um, a natural born uh, medium. I've had it my whole life. It was something um, as a child, I would have, I guess you could say my imaginary friends. Mm -hmm. And it took some time to realize that my imaginary friends were uh, people who have passed in my life. As I grew older, I um, I became more familiar. It was about age 13 where I noticed that I was seeing spirits that connect to other people around me. Wow. How did this, how did you notice that? Um, well, one story that kind of sticks out and that I often share was I had this, uh, friend of mine that would often sit and talk with me, uh, weekly. He was actually, um, just a neighborhood boy that would come and just talk. And one day we were sitting there and this energy popped up and he kept telling me I was just like, I'm his father, I'm his father. And I, I really didn't know too much. I knew his mother, but not necessarily anything else. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so when I had asked about his father, he had shared with me that his father had passed away when he was one. Wow. And he actually kept a picture of his father in the wallet. And the picture that he carried was the same identical energy to what I was seeing. Wow. So, and when I kind of, oh, sorry. So when I kind of mentioned it to him, he, he was not most accepting of it. Sure. Sure. And it kind of did shy me away from opening up to other people about what I saw because of the way that he was a bit dramatic about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so there were friends growing up that knew I was who I was. There were, you know, family members that, you know, knew what I did, but it wasn't until, um, about eight to nine years ago that I actually started doing this as a, I guess you could say as a career. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So how did that shift happen? So, um, through my years, I would read people like family, friends, friends of friends, you know, things like that. So I would give like little readings, nothing that was ever like a structure. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was about 18, I had gone to, um, a group reading. They made this huge talk about how there, that this woman needed 10 people. If they didn't have 10 people, she wasn't going to come. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not really that good on predicting my own future or anything like that. I hear psychic, I think future. So I decided to go. Mm Um, immediately the woman picked up, there was 10 of us there. She immediately picked up that I could connect, that they were telling her that I was this strong spirit connecting person. Hmm. Um, I, I kind of just told her to go ahead and read everybody else because I know what I could do and I know what I can sense and see. Mm -hmm. So she went about that. And before she left, she looked at me and she says, you need to do this. She says, you know, you really, really need to do this. And she says, and one day you're going to be famous. And I laughed at her and I said, ha ha, you know, I'll be famous when you're famous. <laughs> and long behold, a few of those girls that were sitting at that reading were actually my Facebook friends. And the woman is on TV. Okay. So she, in a way, became famous. So all my friends were like, you have no excuses. You have to do that now. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try and, and I'm going to see if it's something I can do. And um, I started off just doing, you know, readings here and there. And then it just, I was doing them more and more. And I just kind of jumped into it. And within six months of doing it, I quit my job. I quit my really good job at the hospital. And this, since then, which was in 2012 is when I left the hospital, this is all I've been doing. And wow. I do do it five days a week. That's awesome. Awesome. What is your favorite part about um, doing readings? I think my favorite part is sharing in that hope mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of people do come to see me and a lot of them do have those expectations and some of them are high, but when I think I connect to people, it almost brings them a sense of, wow, this is real. Yeah. And if they love somebody that's close to them, it's 
wow, they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the actual connection part of it is my favorite part of it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, so I wanted to share with the Grace Chasers something that I got to witness firsthand at one of our events. Um, a fellow Grace Chaser sister was having some, some struggles and she was overwhelmed by energy at this event and you were able to help her. And I was hoping you could kind of share a little bit about, you know, what you taught her. And I know that this is a big part of your own personal practice. And I think that this is something that's so relatable to um, our listeners. So I basically learned in my young teens that I was an empath and majority of people don't realize that until they're much older in adulthood that what an empath is and things like that. Right. But I did learn early on that I was an empath and I've read a few books and, and it just kind of came to me in a way that if I'm going to be around energy and connect to energy and kind of, this was my life mm -hmm. that I had to kind of set boundaries. So yeah. I set boundaries with spirit and energy and people's energy. And now years and years later, it kind of, sometimes people can think that I come off as cold or maybe non-emotional in a certain situation, mm -hmm. but I just kind of have to express that I'm not non-emotional. I'm just protected. Sure. And I keep myself in this protected kind of phase. Mm -hmm. And the greatest thing that I learned on is kind of a lot of things that you do express in grace chasing, which is intentions. Mm -hmm. A lot of how you express like intentions, you have to set it out into the universe that this is what you want. Um, intentions to me is I set intentions with spirit, with other yeah. people's energy. And before I go anywhere, it's, you know, not today. I have things to do. Don't bother <laughs> me. You know, nobody wants to be at the, you know, the parent teacher conference and having spirit trying to like interrupt everything. And then I'm yeah. sidetracked and I can't be present as a parent. Right. Because I'm too busy being a medium. Yeah. Yeah. So I've learned to kind of separate that. And with this grace chaser that we were there, she just said that she could not help just getting overwhelmed by the energy of other people, the energy of the space. And I explained to her that if you set an intention, if you set that intention of a boundary, energy mm -hmm. has to respect it. Wow. You know, as wow. a human, we, the universe is fond of our humanity and it doesn't want to fail. It doesn't want us to fail at our humanity. Yeah. So if energy is overwhelming that humanity, it, it, it has to respect it. Mm -hmm. So in just as you, I respect energy and I respect spirit. Like if somebody tells me that there's energy in a house or a home and it's, they're uneasy, I don't go in there and antagonize the spirit. I go in there, I cleanse the area, yeah. you know, I hopefully ask the spirit to move past or move on. But if it's a, not a bad or negative energy and the energy, let's say, connects to that house, um, I can't necessarily get rid of it. 
<laughs> sure. But yeah. I show the energy that I respect it. Yeah. And I learned that. So even in the factor of just, I don't just walk up to people and tell them things. Mm -hmm. I won't just read somebody. It's, it is, it is not because I'm being smug or, or just mean. It's, it has to do with the respect of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I witnessed the shift after you told her that, and then she had come back, you know, to future events and shared with you how that little shift really changed it for her. Yeah. And, and I think that was important to kind of almost help her give back that power to herself. Yeah. That she understands that you have that power and if only empaths knew the power that they had, yep. that they can actually stop themselves from feeling too much. Yeah. And they could stop creating that anxiety or that uncomfortableness of feeling. Yeah. So I think that was a moment where it was directed to her, but the other people in the room we're able to kind of take a little bit of something for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. What they needed to hear that day. That's awesome. Um, so let's see. What would you describe as your favorite spiritual tool? So my favorite, I guess you can consider it a tool, is I actually have a motto or a phrase that I use. And I actually say it to myself every morning and I say it again. Sometimes I write it. Um, the people who have had readings with me know that I write notes when I mm -hmm. do my readings and on the back of the notepad before every person I read, I write a little message that says always be of value. <sighs> and that is my simple message is I don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be the best of the best. I just need to be of value for the moment and the person that I'm with. Awesome. So I, I actually have it on my website. I have it on my cards. I have a sign. I have a pallet sign in my house that says it. Oh, and it simply that. just says, always be of value, Bianca Star. It's kind of something that I say. Yeah. And I feel like it's a tool for me because it kind of, not only shows me, but shows spirit mm -hmm. that I'm here for a reason and I'm here to just be of value. My God, I love that. I think that's so like, it's just the perfect mantra for you. And it kind of sets you, I'm sure every time that you write it, it brings you right into that energy of what you just described. Yes. What does, um, what does writing it in the morning look like for you? Like, how do you do that? Do you write it just once? Do you write it in your journal? Well, I have to say, I wake up, I kind of lay in bed. I do what most people do that I shouldn't, which is I grab my cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're all guilty of that. See, you know, I kind of just rummage through it. But I kind of just tell myself that to put myself to begin the day is just to always be of value. I actually learned something very interesting from uh, your retreats and it was the morning magic. Oh, yes. Yeah. So in the morning magic, you have us write, you know, um, 
things that we have like a to-do list mm -hmm. and it's just a to-do list for the day. Yep. And like I've discussed with you before, I am a day-to-day -day person. I think that sometimes messes up my intentions for the future yeah. because I take every day, day by day. I try not to worry about tomorrow. I try to get rid of yesterday. Mm -hmm. So the morning magic puts me in this mode of like five things that I to do. Mm -hmm. And I find myself writing things such as, you know, to be present, to be patient. You know, it's not like my to-do list is, you know, to vacuum the floor or <laughs> clean the refrigerator. Yeah. It, it's just simple things to show love. Yeah. So I find myself writing mm -hmm. those on my to-do list. And then you have us write five things that we're grateful for. Mm -hmm. So of course it's my life, my family's life, my kids' health, things like that. But I can just kind of be in a moment where I, even if I don't write it down, I still can look at the things that I'm grateful for for the day. That's awesome. Yeah. So in the morning I wake up, um, I grab my journal, I write a little thing of kind of like what I have to do today, you know, and I journal mm -hmm. and then I do my to do's and the things that I'm grateful for. And I feel like that is one of the greatest things that I took from your retreats because mm -hmm. it does help me set the tone for my day. Sure, yeah. And do you notice that if you happen to miss it, do you notice the energy of your day might be a little off? I do, I do. Yeah. I try not to miss it. I'm, I've, I've been a journaler since I've, thir since I've been 13. Oh. So I've always kept a journal. I've kind of written every day. I don't know where those journals are going to go when I'm not here anymore. Ooh, but be in your book. Um, I, I use them basically as a big coping mechanism in, in my teenage years to write. Like it was like my therapist, my journal. So I am a habit journal journaler. So, uh, but just to put that little bit of, put that little bit of that morning magic into that journaling it I find myself journaling more in the beginning of the day instead of at the end at the end which also also kind of shows I seem to be more hopeful because when I journaled at night it was a lot of just woes woe me this didn't go right that didn't go so I do find that in the past two years journaling in the morning yeah sets a whole different tone for my for my words wow i never really thought about that but i i've seen that with my clients before cuz some people don't relate to the morning because they're just not morning people or for whatever reason and they would do their morning magic at night and the energy or the tone of it was definitely more of a whoa like you know this happened today or i wish i did this better or i didn't get to this Mm -hmm. So they were going to sleep with that energy and that vibration as opposed to starting the day with something magical and upbeat and vibrant. So I love that. I never really, you know, kind of put the two together. That's really cool. Um, so is there anything else that you'd like to share with us about your magic or, or your craft or sharing your light? I kind of just want the community your community kind of understand that um, you've actually helped me grow in a way 
because even like when I first met you, that first group reading that you did at your home, yeah. um, you were inviting me like, oh, come, come do this. And I kind of. Yeah. To the first declined. retreat. I wanted, I wanted you to teach at the first retreat that I yeah, hadn't even and yet. My biggest thing is I've always, I've never been pulled towards other spiritual people. Mm-hmm. And especially groups of people. Cause I always felt like if there were a bunch of people who didn't know how to control their energy, yeah. um, it would be very overwhelming for me. And again, I'm somebody who learned to protect myself very strongly at a young age. So I never really put myself in that position of being in that group setting. Yeah. And then I actually won a ticket to your one of your retreats and I was like well the universe obviously wants me there (laughs) and it was actually my birthday weekend oh yes it was so I came to your first retreat I loved it magic I completely became a Casey junkie um (laughs) but even like I said, I've never really had someone on this side. When I've been troubled and confused spiritually, mm-hmm. I've reached spiritually for the answer. Sure. If I'm troubled spiritually now, I don't always go to the energy on the other side. I actually can pick up the phone and call you. And you've yeah. helped me work through some things, which I greatly value and appreciate so even somebody like me where I do have ins in certain areas your community has helped me grow Mm. thank you and I love having that sense of sisterhood and like you said that that like spirit tribe and Mm -hmm. just it it really is something that comforts me and i've brought my best friend with me and to watch her spiritually grow um we're the loudest ones at your retreat <laughs> everybody knows we're in the it. room yeah yeah but it any other way <laughs> but i have to say that even watching her grow spiritually brings me so much spiritual satisfaction because i know her growth is going to help her just be better. Yeah. It's been a joy to, to watch and to be a part of that as well. And I just love her and I love you. <laughs> Thank you. We love you as well. <laughs> All right. So if a grace chaser wants to have a reading with you, which I think everyone should, how can they find you? So I book all my appointments and do everything personally on my own. I do have um, a Facebook, which is under Bianca Star, A Spiritual Connection. I'm also on Instagram. And the best place to kind of find all my information is my website, which is www.biancastar.com. Awesome. And uh, the number you get is actually my cell phone, so it goes straight Mm. to me if I don't answer, leave me a message. I'm pretty good at returning messages and phone calls, but text message always gets my attention first (laughs) because I can always shoot a text message in between the four children 
than, yeah. you know, answer a phone call and dogs barking and all that other fun <laughs> stuff. Because I am a wife. I am a mom to four daughters. Wow. And, mm-hmm. um, four daughters. Like I said, this is all I do and I love it. And I'm very grateful to the universe that it keeps me connected to the spirits and connects me to really good people. I meet pretty amazing, eclectic people, and I absolutely love it. I love learning about different people and religions and, and how, and now I'm so intrigued by different type of spiritual people. Yeah. And I meet so many of them from Reiki healers to angel card readers. And I meet them all through your community and it's fantastic. And what works for me might not work for somebody else. And the fact that you have so many different people that Mm -hmm. can help, it's amazing. Yeah, that is one of the awesome things about our community. Um, all right. So lastly, I just want to ask you, what is your favorite crystal? <laughs> so my favorite go-to 100% crystal <laughs> is a clear quartz. And why? Why do you love clear quartz? Because... I feel like the clear quartz is like a prism Mm. and in the right light, it can go through any color. Wow. So it can hit every chakra color. Yeah. It can help when you're scared. It can help when you're emotional. Mm -hmm. It is basically the universal to me, the universal crystal of all the crystals. So I generally keep that and a rose quartz in my bra. Mm -hmm. Um, I always, every day they're there. Yeah. I love it. And I just feel like it's just a material kind of way of protecting. Yeah. That's awesome. You just have to remember that the crystals are in your bra because when you go to the chiropractor like me and they fall out on the floor <laughs> and you're wondering, what is all that noise going on there? And you're just like, oh, I went for an MRI once. I was like, oh, hold on. And I had to like take them out. And this poor girl looked at me like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, it's just, it's something I've done for probably 15 years. Yeah. Every day. And it's just an automatic thing that I do. So it's always on me. So in the middle of your retreats and doing that restorative yoga, they'll fly all over, (laughs) but it is something that I enjoy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Bianca, for joining me today and for sharing your magic and your light with the Grace Chaser community and with myself. I'll link um, Bianca's website, her Facebook, and her Instagram in the show notes if you guys want to reach out to her and connect and set up a reading. And uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you, Bianca. Thank you for having me. Stay well. You too. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you for joining me this week on the Grace Chaser podcast. Are you a Grace Chaser? A Grace Chaser is an inspired woman engaged in the daily pursuit of beauty, compassion, and strength. 
Through her daily practice of tuning into inner grace, she achieves a deep inner peace that nourishes her mind, her body, and her soul. If that sounds like you, or if you would like it to sound like you, I'd love for you to check me out on Instagram at Casey underscore Marandino, or you can find me on Facebook. We have a tribe on there, Grace Chasers Group. Or you can check me out on my website, CaseyMarandino.com, and there's links for all of those places on my website. And I'd really appreciate it if you subscribed to catch every new episode, and if you'd like to leave me a review so I can continue bringing you fresh new content. I look forward to seeing you next week. Namaste.